to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly On This Podcast with Kathy. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to subscribe to the show and you haven't yet, subscribe. And if you could write a review, that'd be great. Uh, write me a review. Even a bad review. I got my first bad review the other day. The guy called me narcissistic. <laughs> I wish I was a fucking narcissist. Narcissists have it so easy. They don't feel one feeling. And they rule the world. I'm totally the opposite of a narcissist. But... um. I want to not be so narcissistic and talk about myself and just get right on with the fucking intro. Um, <clears throat> what else? Oh, my book is finally available in hard copy version. And it's like great. I think it looks great. And you could buy it on Amazon.com. It's called The Cartoon Misadventures of a Total Trainwreck. It's eleven ninety five. Maybe that's too expensive. I don't really fucking know. If you want to buy my book and you think, oh, eleven ninety five, and you go check it out and you think it should be eight ninety five, you know, let me know. I'll change it. I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just trying... It out. Um, if you want to be on the show and you have a problem, any kind of problem, write in uh, and I'll have you on. You could write me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today I have on a caller who wrote in to the show, a woman, Melissa from Brazil. Uh, she's been on before. It's an update show all about her new relationship. She met a new guy and we talk all about that. We talk about how things ended with that old guy, that weirdo that she was dating. And then we get into all the shit that's been going down with the new guy. So um, I'm just going to get right to it and come back on with Melissa from Brazil. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Hey, hello. Hi. Is this Melissa from Brazil? Yes. Oh my God, I always laugh when I hear the name. I mean, there's not one Melissa that lives in Brazil, right? That's totally the most. Of course, there is. There's plenty of Melissa. There are. There's a brand that is called Melissa, like a shoe brand. You're kidding me. Common name. Uh, Yeah. But we say Melissa. How do they say it? Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Not Melissa. Oh, yeah. I I am so bad with accents. Whenever I travel to other countries and I try to speak their language, I mean, I could say the words, but I sound like an asshole because I could never do the little flair of the accent, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I wish I could. First of all, the Brazilian accent is totally hot. But yeah, I thought Melissa was like the most obvious, like not non-Brazilian name. But turns out it's a it is a common Brazilian name. Yes. Yeah, that's so weird. Okay. So um, I don't remember getting much from you in your email, but I always love a good update show. So that's what you're going to do, right? You're going to update us on what's been going on with you? Yeah, I didn't say much because it was funny because um, I haven't been able to catch up on your show lately Mm -hmm. because like so much going on. My mom was here last week and been working a lot. So I was like, oh, let me just like, See how how it's going, and mm-hmm. then I went back to the emails that we exchanged, and it was so funny because last time we talked like beginning of June, mm-hmm. I guess, and then you were saying that like you you were like giving me a month to meet someone. Remember <laughs> yeah. that? Or yeah, no? I made a prediction. Oh yeah, I made yeah. a prediction that you. Were, I had a feeling you were going to meet somebody else. Yeah, and that was so funny because, like, when I saw it, I was like, no. Well, it wasn't in a month, but it was kind of in a month. It See? Was like in July. See? That's pretty fucking good. You did meet someone, right? I did. Isn't that weird? I think sometimes we're all a little intuitive. I don't know. I sometimes call stuff out for people, and I'm, like, right on the money. I just really had a feeling. So you really actually met somebody. I did. 
And so I'm calling so from our predictions. <laughs> I'm so kidding. <laughs> okay, but I'm I just going to say something right now. I want right the psychic of you now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say something right now. I never predicted whether he would be a good guy or a bad guy. So if he turned out to be a total douche, it's totally not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll spare that for you. Okay. So let um, me just give. Let me just explain what your deal is because sometimes I don't know if everyone listens to everyone's episodes. You yeah. called in a while ago. This is going to be your third podcast. You called in a while ago because you were dating or like kind of sleeping with a guy. Uh, uh, it was kind of, but it turned into like a booty call situation. You had, you were like definitely like uh, not good with that. You know, you were getting confused about that because you like, but you liked the sex, but you wanted, you didn't know if you want a relationship, but he didn't want a relationship. He was a really fucking weird dude. He played around with yeah. you a lot. Nothing ever worked out. You called in months later and you were, he was still playing the same games yet. You guys were like staying friends. Like, you know, and that's when I think I predicted that for some reason I believed you were going to meet somebody else. And, you know, go down a whole other path and that would be done. Let me ask you this. Like, it, so how did that ending happen? Did that ending happen? Are you back with the guy? Like, I don't even know. So why don't you just, like, pick it up from there? Yeah. So the last time we talked, we were, like, kind of, like, being friends mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. But that really didn't last long. Okay. <laughs> so, like, we, like, that same day that I talked to you, we went, we went out with everybody and, um, a few days later, we also hang out, like, and then everybody ended up leaving, and it was just me and him, and we had, like, um, a very good day, like, a very good talk, it was really nice, because, like, uh, I, I think I told you, like, I moved to the city, mm-hmm. like, last time I, ta- I talked to you, like, I, I was, like, here for a month or so, Yeah, and, um, and I was working as a nanny, so, and then, like, a week after that... I got fired. Oh my god! Why? And oh my god! Did you like shake the baby or something? What? Why do you get fired no, from being a nanny? <laughs> because like I think her mom like decided to move here or something like that. The oh, person okay. was not a great like. She was like forty um, five, uh-huh. and her husband was fifty five. Mm-hmm. They were like having this first kid, so they were like very like neurotic about everything i hope you're not neurotic with your kid when you're oh my god me too i know i've seen that it's so bad it really is is like it's like they like they didn't even know how to carry the kid anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'll be like dude you're not gonna hurt her if you just like (laughs) anyway so and i'm like not i wasn't great like great match for them anyway. okay right okay. but then that was like a very uh a big turnout like because like then i was like whoa shit so like i just moved here and now i have to find a new job but i end up like being great because now i work with something totally different like i work in a coffee shop and mm-hmm. like i got to meet new people every day and like i don't know i feel better now working with kids so totally. then everything yeah everything happened really quick and then that was also when me and him were like this. So at one day, I was like having a bad day, and I called him, and he was like, oh, I'm having a bad day too, but if you want to come here, like, we can just be here. I was like, okay. So I went there, and that's what we did. Like, we were, like, being, just being there, you know, like, watching TV and everything. And it was like, it was. I was like, well, this is good, you know, like, way, like, we are here in the presence of each other, and that's good. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, I, I was tired, and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I woke up with him screaming at me. You gotta go. You gotta go. I was like, oh what the God. fuck is happening? So I was, like, freaking out. He had, like, a panic attack <laughs> with me just because I was laying in his bed not doing anything. Oh my god, hilarious! Yeah, we always said we always knew this was a classic case, or at least I believed. And I could listen. I've been attracted to these kind of guys my whole life because I was that kind of girl too. So I totally knew this guy's type. He was definitely the type of guy that when you just got too close, alarm bells went off, and he got so freaked out. You know? Yeah, but that was like insane because like he really freaked out. I was like. He was shaking. He was like, <laughs> was like, I don't feel good. And then I was like, what the fuck is happening? He's like, <laughs> so I was like, 
No, you gotta go. I don't feel well. I was like, but why? He was like, uh, I took something. I was like, what did you take? And he was like, no, I didn't take anything. He was like, he didn't even know what to say. And I was like, dude, just chill. Was like, I'm, I'm here. I know it's scary for you, but like, I, this, this doesn't mean anything. Just like, calm down. Anyway, so he calmed down and then like, he was kind of too much, you know? Well, listen, that was the best thing that could have happened for you because I think sometimes, and I think it's women in general, we need to know, even if we have every part of our being tells us like something's wrong with a guy, sometimes we don't want to believe it, right? We've all done that. I think women do that much more so than men. And so you, sometimes we really need it to be like really in our face so that we really know 100% for sure that this person isn't right and then we could finally walk away. So in a weird way, like you, I think you needed that. Like you really needed yeah. to see that he was a freak. Even though it was so obvious he was a freak because of all the weird shit he was doing. He was making you nuts. Okay. And it wasn't because you yeah. were nuts. It was he was nuts. Um, and so finally you saw, you know you know, full-fledged yeah. nuts inside of him. And I think that that was good because then you knew for sure this guy's a weirdo, right? I mean, come on. Like, yeah. he freaks out. And I was like, like I remember being there, like, thinking, like, like, this is not what I want. Like, this is, like, feeling mm-hmm. uh, feeling the way that I was feeling, like, this, this, this was way too much. Like, I don't want to deal with this, you know? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. after that, we kind of, like, stop, like, we stop, um, Seeing each other, of course, and um, she was in his little world for a little bit, and I was like, and then a lot happened in my personal life that I was like just so busy with that I couldn't even think about it. Uh-huh. And then one day I was like at a bar with my friend, and I was like, because a lot actually happened, so I was like, it was a hard time for me. I was like, like. With my friend, like, kind of, I was crying at the bar, like, not because of him, like, because <laughs> right, of, all, of your whole life. Like, you got fired from that yeah. job. Like, all this shit was yeah, going down, and I right? Had, like, visa problems. Yeah. And I had uh-huh. to hire a lawyer for that. So it was like a mess. Right. At that point. And then I was like, at the bar, and then I was I kind of like, well, so I'm going to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, and like, I jumped into to him. Like, I saw he was there okay. at the bar. At the same day, at the same day, and I was like, "Well, shit, this is all I needed." Like, I just, right. like, like uh, I already felt like shit. And then he's like, "Oh, who are you here with?" And then like, he sat down with us. And it was just so weird, and that was like so weird. Like I didn't want to. Like it was like the end for me. It was like I. This is just like not what I need now. It's just like I don't want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So I just. After everything kind of calmed down, I was like, okay. So I thought a lot about what you said. I, I wasn't available, so that's why I was like, mm-hmm. unavailable people. So I was like, well, so what do I want now? I was like, do I want to be by myself or I want to have someone? Totally. So like, I kind of like got to the sense where I like, I want to have someone. Like, but I want someone that is gonna help help me. Like, not help me. Like, just be normal yeah you wanted you wanted someone real like you wanted a real really you were ready more for a real relationship and somebody yeah and i was like i don't want drama i don't want to feel like shit i know i just like what's the point it's better off being alone than having that nonsense i mean not to say that relationships aren't difficult you know real relationships are difficult but real difficult is a lot more easy to handle than crazy difficult. You know what I mean? That difficult where, like, you know, it's not even, I don't even, wouldn't even call it difficult. I would call it, like, insane, you know, when you're with someone unavailable to push pull games and all the crazy shit that goes down. Like, you can't even get to the point where you're having a relationship because you're constantly dealing with nonsense, you know, so. Yeah, and I got, like, I got to a point where, it's like, there's so much, like, I'm so used to having all this shit, like, that I just don't know what it's to have a, real relationship okay you know like mm-hmm. I, so i was like well so what i did was like okay so i'm just gonna i'm gonna do this i'm just gonna like my friend she told me like she has a boyfriend now so mm-hmm. she was like i got to the same point where you were where you are and said i need i want to have a boyfriend so i'm just gonna go and meet as many people as i can until i find someone yeah which is how people do it and I was like that sucks but that's how people do it so I need to do it too right so yeah it's all about creating intention I really believe and just making a real clear decision about what you want whatever that is when you're confused 
like you know you put out confusing vibes and then you get confused people come back at you you know but when you know for sure i really feel like people say and to me it's always the opposite they say oh no you'll meet someone when you least expect it or sometimes when i say like i'm not looking for a relationship they'll be like oh that's when you find it it's like no in my life it's always worked out like when i really 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 wanted to sort of do that in my life I find somebody when I really want to be alone I, I don't find somebody and I think so I think if you're pretty self-aware it sort of goes with yeah. whatever you want right so if you decide that you really want a relationship and you want someone and you really know that like I think you'll meet somebody will it be the relationship for yeah. the rest of your life who knows but you'll get someone you know yeah and I like I feel like when my social life and whatever thing I do is like I don't I never go out to meet guys so like I'm not going to meet guys if I'm not looking for them or yeah. at least being visible, you know? Right, and being I, open to it, being totally yeah. open. Like, you, you're on your, like, you are looking for guys. Like, whenever I turn that on inside of myself, I feel like I'm, like, I always turn a light on. And then I notice that men feel like they could totally, you know, approach me. And when I'm not in that mode, I feel like there might be men around me that like me, but they, I totally put out a vibe, like, don't even fucking bother. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and then like for a period of like three weeks, I went to like, oh my God, I have no idea how many dates. Ah. Like, <laughs> like where did, did you like, meet your dates? Like Tinder or like Plenty of Fish or where were you beating them? The okay, Cupid thing? Uh-huh, yeah. That's the, the best one because it's so, free. Yeah, I just updated that thing. I was like, I'm doing this. And then like as more as you use that shit, it, it more it works. So like, I'll get like, 10 messages a day. Right, that's great. And I'll great. be, like, replying. Like, I'll be, like, I'll, like, get home from work. I'll sit on the couch. I'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was, like, this is, like, my friend was, like, this is what I have to do. I was, like. Do it like a job. Was, like, yeah, I was, like, it's my mission, you know. Mm-hmm. I was, like, oh. So, he was, like, uh, okay, I have a day today, and I don't even know his name. Let me just, <laughs> okay, I have a day today. Let yeah. me see so, but, and then I end up like meeting cool people and meeting not that cool people and meeting people that I'll be friends with, but I wouldn't date and meeting people that are totally nothing to do with me. But so it was like fun at the same time. It was weird. Mm-hmm. So I started like going out with this guy from Brooklyn and, um, and he was like really like different from me, but at the same time he was like. I'm 27, he was 39. Uh-huh. So he was, like, totally different place in his life now, but, like, at the same time, we like the same thing, so we kind of got along, but at the same time, his life was so different from mine. And, but it was good, because for the first time, someone was, like, caring about me, mm-hmm. like, you know. And then I was like, well, it's not perfect, but, like, I'm having fun, he's, cool so let's see how it goes right but at the time i was still going on other dates uh-huh. and then i remember there was this guy that i was talking to and we had a lot in common talking mm-hmm. but he was from jersey right and in my mind i was like i don't want to date anybody from jersey i know i won't even date someone t- more than 10 blocks away from me in new york City. yeah and i'm like i'm <laughs> I live in Astoria, so Jersey's far. Very. It's like, like another, uh, you know, country. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, no, it's like, it's not worth it. And then I remember that he texted me and said, oh, like, you want to do something anytime? I was like, yeah, this week is not good. You want to do something next week? Because, like, I already had a lot of dates that, that week. And then he was like, yeah, sure. Like, text me and we'll figure it out. And, of course, I didn't text him. Right. And then that texted me back, oh, not sure if you like still want to do something, and then I look. I was like, oh, okay, let's do something. I thought I texted. Like I was like really not, like really not giving anything for him. Right, and because he just thought he lived too far away. What's the point? Yeah, but like I was like, he's like trying hard. So I was yeah. like, oh, let me try. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, like, and um, we set up a date, and then I, the morning of the date, I was like, I don't feel like going to a date today, so I'm just gonna cancel that. Uh huh. Work and I was supposed to text him, and I was like wearing like vans and a torch, and like I was feel I was like not ready for a date. Uh-huh. And then he texted me all cute, like, "Oh, I'm really excited to meet you today." Night, <laughs> making all these plans. I was like, "Oh shit, oh okay." 
But I, then I looked at me, I was like, I look like shit. Like, I, I don't look like I'm going for this. And I was like, you know what? I don't care at this point. I'm just going to go and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if she doesn't like me, whatever. So I went to the date. Like, um, it was good. But at that point, all first dates are good. Like, you get along. But, like, at the end, not like all the guys disappear or are allowed like, you know. Or you so forget like, about them. Okay. Yeah, totally. I understand. I've been on It's just like, dates. okay, it's just another good first date. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, but end up, he kind of kept texting me for the whole weekend and we made plans to see each other and then he he turned out to be like um way more like he was very interested and i was like okay and how old he, was he he's 36 okay oh. so then um i that, i saw him i met him on thursday and he went away for the weekend for to see his family but he texted me Friday, Saturday, Sunday and then on Monday we were talking about work so I was like well you work really close to me so I was like oh nice so I was like yeah I could stop by someday I was like yeah sure and then he did stop by mm-hmm. and I was like well so he's really interested like you know right and did and he live I far thought, out? Like, I mean, because I know there's a lot of places in New Jersey or, that are literally right across the river and very close to New York. No, yeah. He lives in Jersey City. So like, oh, okay. Really so he's close. very close. Yeah. Yeah. It's closer, like, closer from my work than my house. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, uh, so, like, kind of, I saw him again on Tuesday. So, and right there, like, there was, like, five days that we met each other. It was, like, already really... I felt like really comfortable and I felt like, well, this is good, you know, it's a good thing. And I, I thought I, we had a lot in common, like what we were looking for. And then that was it. Like, and then on Friday already, like I, he said like, well, do you want to come to Jersey City and like, we can go out and like, we made plans. I was like, well, maybe it's too soon. But then in a week we spent 24 hours together. Yeah, I love that. I believe in, I call them Insta relationships, but I think, you know, at a certain point in your life when you're older, like, you know, I think Insta relationships, stuff that happens like right off the bat and you start seeing someone a lot right off the bat. Like, I prefer that. I think that that's the best way to start a relationship. Yeah. And I remember that we even talk about like, well, if we don't want to waste time, if mm-hmm. we're going to spend 24 hours together and it sucks, at least we did it after a week and we can just move on with our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's a great opportunity to see if it's gonna work or not. But in, anyway, and then like I was really worried about like sex life and everything because with the other guy, that was like a big part of it. Yeah, and, I was just about to ask you like when did you have sex with him? Like how many dates in? So a week after, so that was it. So right. I saw him like three times, and there's all these things like oh, like you have to wait, and I was like, you know, I just like and. It was really natural, you know, like really good, and mm-hmm. everything happened like it didn't seem forced or whatever. So it's like we did, like, and then after like we started seeing each other like at least like two times a week, and after like. But wait, was the sex good? The sex was good. Yeah, the first day was like already really good. Okay, like, cool. Was, That's great. It was good. Like I was like happy. It wasn't like anything different or special, but it was very good. Right. And then, like we, like we went, like I went to the beach with him and his friends for like after three weeks. We we were together, like like with all his friends. We spent the weekend together. So, and then like now is like what we have a great sex life. Like the sex is every time better, mm-hmm. and he's also very open minded. And so, it's like, he met my mom already. It's like, but at the same time, it's not a crazy thing. It's like, we're we're taking it slow in a way. What do you mean? Like, in what sense? I mean, because listen, it doesn't, like, what? how are you taking it slow? He's met your mom. You met all his friends. You guys hang no, out yeah, all the time. No, yeah, we're like. We you already have sex. So, what, what part of it is taking it slow? I don't understand. I mean, like, emotionally, I guess. Like, I'm not, like, jumping on this thing as, like, like oh, I'm crazy in love with him. Like, let me ask really, you this. Like, At this point, do you guys text each other every day, all day long? Yeah. Okay. They're not a day, go- right? You see each other all on the weekends? Yeah. Like, I, no, like, we had the talk. The talk, yeah. like, a month. 
So I was like, we're, we're, like, we're exclusive. We're not seeing anybody else. All these things. We did that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it's, like, not that we're taking it slow with our... We're just, like, taking time. I think he had also a lot of bad relationships, and I, I had bad relationships. But, like, I know his friends, like, this weekend we went... I was my friends on Saturday. Yesterday I went to a birthday party. Like, I know his friends. Like, we're, I stay at his place every weekend. I have two friends there. I have, a, like, we ha- we are in a relationship. But, like, the difference for me is, like, I really like him, but I'm not, like, insanely crazy about him, like, as I was. And yeah, that's but, the same. No, no, yeah, that's and, normal. When you're insanely crazy about someone, to me, that's more, like, obsessive kind. And sometimes we feel that way, but for much more so for people that are unavailable because there's a lot of drama and you get, like, addicted to that kind of shit. I think real relationships and good relationships are a little bit, maybe sometimes they feel less intense, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that that's more reality and that's like a, more of a good thing. You know, I don't think you feel yeah. so high. And and even if you do, that is eventually going to wear off. And I mean, a relationship is just going to be you and another person and your regular life. So you might as well figure out whether do I like this person when it's sort of like not that obsessive feeling because that's what it's about. And that's that's what you're going to have long term. You know, I think everyone looks yeah. for that high and that rush. And if they don't feel it, they think I got to go find someone else. Nobody's going to have that for 10 years. First of all, that would be very bad for your body to be feeling that way all the time. <laughs> I don't think it could sustain it. And it's just not the way that it goes. You know, I mean, I think like, like yeah. I said, a real relationship is not totally like mundane and boring. It just is what it is. But it's it's good if you like. No, person, but it's not know? at all boring. You exactly. Know? It's, like, it's just like, like we have great sex. We like we like he's also like. I don't know, maybe like we're, it's a little different because he's older than me. And mm-hmm. we're in different, like, I, we feel that, like, when we are with my friends and when we are with his friends, like, the things that people talk are totally different. But it's like, it, we kind of find a common ground of it. It's like so good. And you know what happened? Like, two weeks ago, so my friend from Los Angeles was here. The one that is responsible for me meeting the other guy. Uh-huh. And then I was with my mom and my um, now boyfriend, which is weird to talk about. Yeah. But, <laughs> so we were together, like we went for to see a Broadway show. And then I texted my friend. I was like, well, so where are you? So we can like get together. And she was like, well, I'm at the bar, but I'm with that guy. She was with the, the other guy. Oh, you're the guy friend. from the, the past. Because she was friends yeah. with him. I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was like, well, but like, she was here only for like a few days, and if I didn't hang out with her, and then I told my brother, I was like, well, so there, like, he know, that's the thing, he knows everything already. He knows, like, we talked about this, and uh, like, we talk about, like, I don't, we have, I kind of know everything, he knows everything. And I was like, well, so he's gonna be there. Do you have a problem with that? He's like, no, I don't. Do you? I was like, no, I guess we're fine. And then we went there. So my boyfriend met the guy. That's great. Like, why not? Yeah, and Listen, like, why not? Was, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we were fine, but the guy was really like, he was not comfortable. He was like, he's not, he wasn't comfortable with you sitting in his bed. He wasn't comfortable with a lot of things. He's a weirdo and that's okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it was so like good to see that. Like I, and I, I even said, that. I was just like, I think I, idolize him anymore too much you know uh-huh. like, like i was like in love with something that was not real you exactly know? Like, and so it's like now like i i'm really happy i'm just like now my problems are different like it's a totally different way of having a relationship like i never had a relationship here so it's like different you uh-huh. know what i mean i'm really anxious so like i'm like still like I don't understand a lot of things. It's hard. Like, I, like, it's, it's, it's been, like, a different thing for me. But it's good. Like, he's really, like, But wait, great. did you say you are anxious or you aren't anxious? I am. I'm oh, like, you are? About wanna, what? About the relationship? Like, you're nervous about it, whether it's going to stay or, like, what do you mean? Yeah, I, like, I, I think I want, I, like, I want so much to have, like, someone that I can count on and, like, that's safety of a relationship and it's also because my ex-boyfriend like from brazil she would do everything for me you know like 
And then I kind of like keep, keep expecting this and it's not real and it's not like what I, actually it's not even what I want. It's like, I don't want someone that is going to drop everything and do everything for me. Right. What, what this guy do does is already enough. You know, he's like there for me what I need. Like we, we have great time together. It's mm-hmm. like, but I, it's just weird for me. Like, like I'll make, I think I want everything right away. You know, like I want him totally. to And you probably, listen, when you go through a lot of bad relationships and you date like weirdo guys and you have people that leave you, unfortunately, the older you get, you know, people call it baggage. And but what it is, is that you start to like, you know, get trust issues because of stuff that you've gone through. I mean, that's just the way that it goes, you know, and so, you know, you you might be a little freaked out because of what happened in your last relationship. And I don't remember what happened in your other one. So you might be like a little distrustful of like like things going well like that might freak you out you might be like waiting for yeah. the ball to drop I, and you're you're like what the fuck exactly. because it's not normal for you to have things go right yeah i keep waiting for things to be wrong <laughs> right. and, and he always he always says that so he's like i don't see why you see that like i told i told him the other like this week he was sick so he was like kind of in a bad mood uh-huh. i was like sometimes i said like sometimes it feels like you don't want to be with me he was like Seriously, like, we woke up today, we had sex, we went for brunch, we came back, we had sex again, we're here. Where in this, I don't want to be with you. Right. It's just because for two, for one day, because he's kind of sick, he doesn't feel so good, he talks to you a certain way, and that's like an alarm goes off in you, and you start to think, oh, he's going to leave me. Yeah, he was like, you live in Astoria, I live in New Jersey, it's not like you can bring me chicken soup and just have up on me. It's like, you're going to have to travel one hour to do that. It's like, you don't have to do that. Uh-huh. And it, like, but I think he's patient enough. Right. What I think about him is like, he was like me. For what I know from him, he was exactly like me. Distrustful. Like, yeah. And it's like, he's a very emotional and passionate person. And like, but he got it under control, which is I'm trying to do. You know, yeah, like, but that's great because you know what? I'm going to tell you the difference because I have those same issues that you have. And I've been with the two different types of guys, guys that are totally the opposite and they have their own issues, but it doesn't come out in that way where they're fearful that someone's and they push people away. They're more avoidant types of personalities. And then I've been with guys that are more like me and have abandonment issues as well. Um, and what I find is that those are like the best guys to date if you have those kind of things, because those guys guys will totally understand it. And I think sometimes when you're feeling those things, some people would probably say, oh, it's best to keep that shit to yourself and don't put that on the other person. But you kind of need to let it out a little bit so it doesn't make you nuts and you don't start like subconsciously doing crazy things because of those feelings. So if you could kind of talk about it rationally with the guy that you're with and he understands it because he's been there and has that, I think that that's really beneficial to a relationship because if you're with somebody that's like cool with that stuff and gives you the reassurance that you need, because that's all you need. Someone like you just needs a little reassurance from the guy to put out that fire of that crazy feeling that you have. And then you could go on and eventually you could get to the point where you really trust this guy and everything's cool, you know? Yeah. And that's what I want. It's yeah. Like, I just can't wait to pass this phase where I like don't trust him. Even though I don't have any reason I know, but it takes time. Him, you know? No, but you don't have any reason to trust him. You only know him for a couple of weeks. You have to understand that trust is not something that is just a given. There's not, like, you know, that's like blind trust. Like, nobody goes into something. You'd be a fool to just trust somebody the uh, two months in. You don't know him. It takes a while. Trust comes yeah. over time. And what you're afraid of more so is that you're going to reach a point where you're going to realize, oh, he's not trustworthy, and then you're going to have to leave him. That's probably yeah. more of what your fear is. Right now, you're learning to trust him, and that's normal. And you, the only way to get to the point where you trust somebody is to have them go through that beginning of the relationship where they do certain things to you, and you know, you, you see whether they totally let you down and you realize they're not to be trusted, or... Or they do the opposite, you know, and the only way to figure that out is, you know, through time. Yeah. And mostly he's like always surprising me because like I don't expect much because mm-hmm. I'm always expecting him like with my mom. I was like, well, I know it's like really soon for him to meet my mom. But my mom, I haven't seen her in more than a year. Right. I have no idea when she's coming again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she was coming on um, Sunday on Friday. I said, well, 
So next week, I'm going to probably go out for dinner with everybody. And my mom, so if you want to join us, like, you're more than welcome. But I understand if you don't want to do that because it's your soon. He was like, of course I want to do that. Like, of course I want to meet your mom. Like, it's part, like, I know, like, he, he wanted, like, and then at the end, like, we end up, like, doing something just the three of us. And he was really nice. And I wasn't expecting that, you know. I was like, well, that means something, you know. Every time I expect something from him that is not, he always do, like, the best of it you know yeah but that's the way a guy will be that really cares about you but he won't be perfect like like at least you're seeing the 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 way that it really is like sometimes a guy will be in a bad mood and he won't want to talk to you or he won't want to fuck you one day in the morning because he's like whatever but it doesn't mean he doesn't like you like in the a natural relationship you know there's times where people don't like each other for a day or that you have a fight you know but over time, you'll trust that that doesn't mean that the person's going to leave you. You know, it's not like that. Someone doesn't leave someone just because of one argument or one bad day or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's what you have to learn. Yeah. It's like, um, I think it's just different for me, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause like my ex-boyfriend, I knew him for seven years before we right. started. And in Brazil, actually, it's like two months already saying, I love you. You're like already making plans. Like, Work faster because we're more passionate people, you know? right? Mm-hmm. Like everything that my friends complain about their boyfriends, and I would say, no, it has to be more like, like I would give them advice to be more patient. Now annoys the shit out of me, but then I know it's because it's like it's the same. It's like we're it's a different culture, you know, it's uh-huh. a different. And what I understand, I was like, I think the middle ground is the best thing. It's like. Brazilians are way too much. Yeah. And here, <laughs> for like, nothing, you know? So, yeah. I don't want to be... Like, I saw a video one day about a, this couple that were together for four years and never said, I love you. Oh, like, my God. Four years. That's so weird. That's, that's just sad, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. how much pride a person has to have, you know? Right. <laughs> so, like, it's just like, no. You're, they were leaving together and didn't say, I love you. Yeah. Like, it, it, is it going to hurt you, say that? I think so, no, everybody's like, like, I think everybody has different levels of intimacy that they're comfortable with. And I think sometimes, and whatever we have for ourselves, we believe like other people should have, you know? So sometimes it's really hard to understand people that are like way more closed off than we are, or maybe way more, you know, open than we are, whatever that is, you know? But I think what's most important is to find a partner who is needing the same amount of closeness and intimacy that you're looking for. Yeah. So it's just like, I now I feel like, um, it's like, so everything that I always wanted and I didn't know, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like that. Is like, I didn't know that that's what I needed, you know? Right. How so old are I you need- again? I forget, Melissa. How old are you? 27. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like, like figuring yourself out. Yeah. So it's like, it's just weird being in a relationship where it's, like, working. <laughs> I uh, but mean, like, how did I know? I'm sorry. Can we just, like, take a moment again to talk about how great it is that I predicted that shit? <laughs> of course. Because, like, when I, I even told him, I was like, oh, my God. Because, like, I told him about your podcast. I was like, you can uh-huh. never listen to it because I don't want you to really know. Right, right, totally. <laughs> Everything, that would be just too much. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll, I'll tell him. Yeah, to totally. When we get married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be funny. But, like, when I saw the email, I was like, no. Because, like, it was June, and I met him in July, actually. Mm-hmm. So, you were kind of right. Oh, come on. I don't, if it's five weeks, four weeks, like, that's like, it's not like I was two months off. I was weeks off. I mean, come on. That's yes. like pretty crazy. I didn't just say it to you in emails. I said it to you on the podcast, like, for sure. I remember that. I have that shit on tape, okay? So. They don't have it already, <laughs> too. They don't have both. Yeah, I no, put yeah, it in it writing. Really I put it in writing and I put it on the podcast as my prediction for you and I was totally yeah. right. I totally felt that for you. I I don't know. Sometimes I could see patterns in people's lives and I I could see how things work and I think a lot of times people come into our lives for certain reasons to teach us certain things. I always knew it was really obvious that you were like learning a lesson from that guy and he was important exactly. for you. He was important. Because I think I, everyone's important. You know, he wasn't yeah, a bad I guy. If I haven't had that before, I wouldn't be where I am now. Exactly. With myself and mm-hmm. knowing what I know. It's like, 
and you know, like sexually or or like about like with all of this like the last year I did a lot of shitty things but at the same time it was like very important to me to like know what I want, where I want to go, you yes. know. Knowing how important it is to find someone that is okay with where I am now in yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is where, I, like I always say that to my boss, I was like, I'm nine years younger than you. So you need to understand that maybe nine years I'll be at the same place as you are. But now it's impossible for me to be at the same place where you are. Yeah, but you have you to know? take off a bunch of years because he's a man. <laughs> yeah. So I, he's, like, you would say he's like five years. No, he's like, how old is he? He's five, nine years. He's about five years older than you. Okay. And that's yeah. okay. Emotionally. Because men are, I think, and I know I say shit on my podcast. It's so bad to say, but I don't really care because I'm no psychologist and I'm not claiming to know everything. So I'm just throwing my shit out there, you know. But I do believe that, you know, that's why women tend to date older men and men get along with younger women because I think that men are emotionally a little bit behind women most of the time. So it's fine. Yeah. You know, and I, I also, mm-hmm. I think it's a kind of a reinsurance. Like when I see when like last week when we went out with my friends, like my friend from LA was here, like all my friends, like we really like, I don't remember last time I hang out to 4am and that's what we did. And he came along and he like drank shots and like, I kissed my friend. He was like, all excited. I was like, you're just a mid old like mid mid uh, mid age uh, guy <laughs> like trying to have some fun with a young girl. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of like I always make fun of this. Like I was like, yeah, you're like a old guy dating a young girl to so young again. <laughs> yeah, but thirty nine to twenty seven. You're gonna are you gonna be twenty eight this year? No, in February, but he's thirty six. So, oh, he's only 36. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, is he turning 37 this year or next year? Next year. In April. Yeah, so 27 to 36. I don't think that that's bad. And listen, nowadays with guys, I think it's different for your generation. I think guys around your age probably aren't looking for serious relationships so much yeah. that sometimes it's better if you're really looking to settle down or you're looking to get serious at that, you know, when you're in your later 20s as a woman. I think a guy in his mid-30s is actually... Um, better because I think that's when guys start to settle down in their life, and so I think that that's fine. I think that that's an okay. And like entry. all his friends, all his friends are married or like have kids. Right, so but that we means he's this- probably looking for that too. Yeah, we were at this birthday party yesterday, like kids and like all all couples, like, and we went to the beach and like it was funny because I was like, that's only couples here. You come here and then you're by yourself. He's like, yep, I come here and I'm by myself. I was like so sad I'm so glad I'm here <laughs> but now <laughs> he ha- like, but now you guys are a couple right so he's no longer single yeah because you guys are like boyfriend girlfriend right like you had that talk yeah. that's all good yeah we are yeah it's I like just weird but it's weird <laughs> it's weird for you well how many months is it yeah. so we're like July August September three months two months two months because two full months July Yeah, so, you know, you have, it's going to take a while before you really fully trust the situation, and that's okay, but probably around, like, between six and eight months of him, you know, just still being there and everything, like, you'll you'll cross that line that you want to get to. Just don't be in a rush to get there. Know that it takes time to trust somebody, especially for someone like you because of what you went through, that it's going to take a little bit of a time, and that just because you don't have that trust now doesn't mean that something's wrong with him or something's wrong with the situation. It's just, first of all, it takes, like I said, time to trust somebody. You, well, how do you trust somebody? By them sh- proving themselves to you. Um, and that takes time. And yeah. because of what you've been through, it's going to, you know, that's just the way that it goes for you. And that's just normal for you. Doesn't mean that anything's wrong with him. So it, try to enjoy the relationship as it happens, you know, as yeah, much as you can. Yeah, I think it's just like I keep waiting for it to be wrong. It's like I don't want to. Yeah, no, that's so bad. I know. It's, it's, it's like you don't get like to I fully, ex- getting, like, you know, no, in that way you ruin the present moment. I understand it though. You know what I mean? And like I said, unfortunately when you have like issues with past people, cause I've had that, you get almost traumatized, you know? Um, yeah. and you start to, I remember when I had one boyfriend that massively cheated on me when we broke up, when I dumped him, I was like, Oh, I could finally, cause I, I, I turned into a psychopath with him because I stayed with him after I knew he cheated on me and I turned into like a total distrustful, crazy person. 
And I remember when I dumped him, he was like, oh, fine. Who's going to want you? Like, you're so distrustful, you know? And I was just like, that's not going to lead. I, once I dump you, like, I'm going to trust other people. Like, that's not my problem. That's yours. But he was kind of right. Like, I didn't realize, unfortunately, that when you have when you have a situation where you fully trust somebody and you don't even think twice about the fact that maybe they could be totally, you know, distrustful, and then it happens and that rug is pulled from underneath you. You could get traumatized by that, and you do carry that distrust to other relationships, which I totally did, yeah. which sucks, right? But that's just the way that it goes, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, it's all good. The fact that you got exactly what you wanted, exactly what you were looking for, um, just proves that you're ready for a more real relationship. And what you're learning with this guy is trust and how to be in something more real. And now that you have experience, like this is helping you experience what having a good relationship is about, you know? So now in the future, even if this didn't work out five years from now or 10 years from now, like you'll, you have something different to gauge it by as opposed to, you know, like comparing it to something bad and always just thinking the, when's the ball going to drop? Because that's what usually happens. Now, this yeah. is like what it's like when the ball doesn't drop. Yeah, and I now at this point, I feel like if we didn't, if it don't work out, it's not going to be because he's an asshole. Like, I just like, he always say that. It's like, I'm not going to disappear. Like, what do you think? Like, I'm not going to do that. It's like, I'm 36 years old. I'm not going to do that. I'm not mm-hmm. a kid. Right. So stop waiting for that. Like, in the beginning, I'll be like waiting for that. Like, when I had sex with him. Yeah. I was like, he's going to go away. <laughs> and he was like, you're so, like, stupid. He's like, not like that. Uh-huh. But anyway, like, it's good. What's going on is good. You know, like, and like, so always say, like, what I do for you is more than what I can say. And it's like, the way he, like, little things. Like, when we're together, like, in a group of people, he's always, like, uh, touching my hair. Like, like look, the way he looks at me and everybody says, like, he really likes you. I can see that he likes you. Everybody likes him. Like, nobody likes the other guy. Right. Like, everybody and everybody likes him. Like, I, like, we see the way he looks at you, the way he talks to you. And then when we have sex, the way we, we do it, like, the way, like, the connection we have is great. Like, when we had a fight, a lot of fight, like, we had an uh, argument. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, I was like, you must say, all the arguments are worth it after this sex. <laughs> like, we're great. Like, now it's like, it's better than the other guy. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like, like we have sex, like, all, like constantly, and I know, like, we know each other, so it's good, you know? Oh, yeah. You can't, listen, you can't get worse than that other guy. That other guy was weirdo with a capital W. I mean, if anyone listened to this <laughs> podcast, I mean, it's like night and day difference, you know? But that was because yeah. you were in a different place. Like, I do believe that People come into our lives at the right time. I don't know. And this is why I'm friends with all my exes and I don't hold any grudges to anyone because I really believe that relationships teach you really important things. And sometimes the toughest, worst relationships that we have um, are doing something for us and they're good for us in a way. And if you could try to figure that out in each of your relationships, you would have less resentment to people in the past for what they did. Some of my worst boyfriends that were like the worst for me, I believe they were like angels sent down from heaven to teach me really important things to just yeah. show me how bad I felt about myself. Because if you're attracting people that treat you like shit and say terrible things to you, all they are are reflecting how you feel about yourself. That's just a reflection of a reflection of how you feel about yourself. People come in and show you that. So if you meet somebody that's treating you well, that means that you're at a good place in your life and that you believe that you deserve that. If you have somebody treating you like fucking shit all the time and telling you really terrible things, that means on some level that's how you feel about yourself and that's what you think you deserve. So that person's doing you good to show you that this is how you feel about yourself and you need to work on that shit, you know? So for you... The fact that you were with that guy, he was showing you, you were confused, right? Everything that he was, was a part of you. You know, he wasn't the only weirdo in that relationship. You were a weirdo too, because you were like doing business with him, right? You can't take yourself out of that equation, right? But you learned from that and moved on and figured out what you wanted and decide, saw what was going on with you and made adjustments and changed your life. And now because you changed, you're sitting across from a different person. And that's what life's yeah. about. And that's a really great thing. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, like, everything happened, like, the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah, and that's know? why I knew that you were going to. That's what I was saying about patterns in life. Like, I could always sense when someone's life is going to change. And sometimes when people's lives break down, like you said, you lost that job and everything was really terrible. Like, sometimes those are, like, those amazing moments in life that create that massive change that you finally need to go to like a totally new place in your life and then everything kind of works out so I could always see stuff like that in in people's lives and I felt like you were ready for a more real relationship and that's why I knew it was like obvious about what was going on even though you're still trapped with that guy I knew that the ending with that guy was like any day now like that was outdated in your life and you were ready to like shed that skin and move on to something and that you would be with somebody that you could do more practice with you know what I mean someone more available so you could have a real relationship and learn from that because there's a lot of learning and the you know you learn good stuff you're still going to learn stuff like a real relationship is going to be difficult too right and you need to learn those things now um and yeah so now you're ready to learn trust with somebody that actually really cares about you yeah you need to be more patient. <laughs> you do. You just, sometimes our minds want to be, you know, someplace that we're just not there yet. I once had somebody explain it to me because sometimes I'm, I could see things, you know, I see the future really easily. And it's, I don't know, I don't call it psychic because sometimes I just see patterns and I could see how things are going to play out. And someone explained it like, you know, it's like you're on a bus and you could see like way ahead of yourself and you're already there and you're not looking out to the right of where you are at the moment. So you don't enjoy the present moment. And that's what I try to do more because sometimes I can see where something's going to go and I don't, and then I don't enjoy the journey. And that's what really everything is about. You know, who cares where the end of this relationship is going to be, if there is, or whatever's going to happen. What it's about is like the journey. That's really where all the good stuff happens. And that's what you have to sort of stop and just experience and take from because that's where all the lessons are. That's where all the joy is. That's where everything is, is like just where you're at right now. Where it's going to end up, you need to just be okay with knowing that whatever happens, you're going to be able to deal with it at that time. You don't have to deal with the ball dropping now because it's not happening. And But you need to trust in yourself that if it does happen, when it happens, that you'll be fine with it. Yeah. You yeah, are. I just need to, like, like enjoy the little things that are happening now. It's just, like, last worry about, like, oh, if it's going to, like, I was, like, really worried, like, oh, I don't want to put someone in my life and then have to take it out. But at this point, he's already in my life. He, like, already knows all my friends. I already spend all the weekends with him. So it's, like. Oh, no, he's in your life, and it takes balls to decide that you're really going to put yourself out there and let yourself fall in love with somebody because that's a risky thing, and it's a scary thing. And just keep having balls. Don't be afraid. Don't let your fear stop yourself from having a real relationship, and just fucking do it. You know, you jump off that cliff, and you just know that whatever happens, you'll be able to deal, and that's what it's about, and you'll be fine. And that makes you a stronger person. I think people that could fall in love and put themselves in that riskier position, you know, uh, I think that that's a ballsier thing to do than the person who's really super closed off. And I was always a person that was super closed off. Um, And I always let that fear of commitment get, you know, become stronger than my desire to be with somebody. And I think that that's the pussy way out of things. You know, I believe in like sort of facing your fears. And if so, if you have a fear of commitment, like you have a fucking commitment and see how it goes. (laughs) And what you realize is that when you face your fear, there was really nothing to be that afraid of. Even if shit went down and he turned on you tomorrow, you will survive. You'll be fine. So what does it matter anyway? You know what I mean? Enjoy what you have with him now. Exactly. And then, like, now I kind of, like, know that, like, I just have to be there. Like, if he doesn't work with him, there's still plenty of other guys. Like, and then I was, like, going out with that Brooklyn guy, and then I kind of had to stop seeing him when I started liking this, like, my boyfriend. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Like, the other guy like, texting me, texting me, and then one day I had to say, look, so I'm sorry, but, I, like, I met someone, blah, 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 and I feel like... I, I, I want to keep doing with the other guy. Yeah. And then the guy texted me, oh, it's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, it's going to be really hard for me to find someone as cool as you. Right. And I was like, oh, so see, like, there's, like, there's more people that could find me. Like, I think like, I was kind of, like, thinking that nobody would think me 
think I'm interesting. Right, know? right. Mm-hmm. That's what you start to feel like when you're with somebody that's like, you you totally put yourself out for and they're like, oh, I don't even want yeah. you. You start to feel and like you're me, not wanted. And it has all these things with me because I'm not from here and I don't like, even though I have a degree and everything, I don't have a like a real job, they would say. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard. Like, I don't have a career and everything is going to take more time for me to do here than for regular people. And I like, when the, my boyfriend went for to my work and I worked with this like ridiculous pink uniform with a bow on my head. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's like just ridiculous. And I felt like I was like Jesus Christ, this guy's here and he's gonna think I'm ridiculous. And he was fine with that. I was like, I need to give this guy a chance. You know, like yeah. he saw. I told him like he saw my weak spot, like my mm-hmm. work here, here is what I'm more ashamed of even mm-hmm. though I know that I didn't have to like I know that I'm doing like and then when we went to the beach I was like kind of telling everybody like how I ended up here and everything and everybody was like oh you're so brave what you do so like you should be really proud of yourself and like the fact that he's his life is like acceptance of mm-hmm. what I do And that they see it for the truth. I mean, like, you don't need to explain to him, like, because if you look at the situation on the outside, like, oh, you're this age and you work in a coffee shop and you have a bow in your hair, like someone could like judge you or you could judge yourself just like with that sentence and think, oh my God, you're doing really poorly for yourself. But if you really explain your story about how at such a young age, you leave your country with most Americans will never have to do right. We all stay in our same country so we could all act like we're so fucking brave. But would we leave our country and go to another total other country with a totally new culture not even speak the language and have to you know make a life for ourselves like how would we be able to deal so the fact that you're doing that is really brave and really strong and the fact that his friends are cool enough and mature enough to get that because that's the truth no one could really say that you're not doing well for yourself because the fact that you you know it is going to be harder for you and you do need you are like it's it's fair to give you a pass on where you're at in your career because of other stuff that you've done in your life so you're making big strides you know your career could come in time you made a big move to a whole other culture and a whole other country and you're you know you're working that out and that does take a lot of balls and there is a lot of strength in that yeah so it's like i think it's everything together you know like i feel like now i feel like even though if, if this doesn't work out i kind of now i know that I like i kind of accepted that like yeah, I am doing something like and someone will be okay with the fact that. But let's that okay, but let's end this podcast. All right, but listen to me. We're at fifty six minutes. We're gonna do it an hour, right? Let's end this podcast with no longer saying like when if this doesn't work out, like whatever. Let's just say like this is where you're at. Like you're in a relationship, the start of something really good. Okay, like this could be like a bunch of years relationship. This doesn't sound like I something that's so. gonna end anytime soon. This sounds like a mature good solid beginning to a relationship that lasts a long time okay the way I always believe that we know other relationships gonna like go for years is like to me when you pass the six or eighth month eight months mark when you're older it's like when you pass the three month mark you know <laughs> but when you're younger or your age like once people make it past like eight months because I think that sometimes that's what how long it takes for everyone to really show who they really are and see how compatible they really are in real life you know because in the beginning you're dealing with a lot of like fakeness you know we could all sort of hide who we are and we're all kind of so perfect you know but about six to eight months you know all the flaws have shown and everything and you've had fights and and you, you know, you could kind of gauge whether. And if you can make it through all that stuff at that point, most couples that make it through that last for years. The couples that break up before that, you know, aren't don't make it. So you don't have that much longer to go. I don't, you know, when you're younger, time goes by so much slower. I mean, when you're older, time goes by so fast. Like you have like maybe six or five or six months to wait to see whether this moves into like, you know, a bunch of year long relationship or maybe the guy that you marry. Um, you know, so you don't have that much longer to wait if you were my age. <laughs> it just might seem long for you, but it's not. But I can't wait to see what happens. I think it's yeah. I think it's going in the right direction to and you're building a strong foundation that has the potential to last a long time and be a solid good relationship that lasts for years if not, you know, to be something let, let me ask you this. 
you're 27 years old. Are you looking to settle down and get married and have kids? Like what, like what's your five-year plan for yourself? Like, what do you see for yourself or what do you want? I still think I have, I want to do a lot of things before having kids. Okay. But I would like to have someone like what I think I look for is like someone that is like a partner for stuff, but also understand that some stuff you have to do by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I, still have to do a lot by myself and I kind of see that we have that like now already kind of like I like I don't even though like I'm insecure in some stuff I never question like he can do whatever he can text whoever he wants he can go whatever I don't have this kind of I'm not jealous or anything and he's not either you know like so like I'm going to I'm going to Los Angeles in two weeks with my friend and it's not a problem like like, I don't mind what he's going to be doing here. He doesn't mind what I'm going to be doing there. So I want to have someone that I can just still be myself, but also have someone to share with, you know, life. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, when, you, when if, if like, say you could set up your life and you were allowed to do it, right? And you could make those plans for the next five years. Like, would you say, oh, I'd love to be married in a year, two years, five years, or I yeah. don't want that now? Like, when do you, if you could plan it out for yourself, when would you plan it that you would get married? Do you have an idea or no? I mean, I get it if you don't, but I'm just wondering. Okay, so for me, mm-hmm. that's other things. Like, being completely honest. Mm-hmm. Getting married would make my life way easier okay i don't have a green card uh-huh that's why i have to work in a coffee shop if i had a green card i could work whenever i want or like i could do way more like i i can make a loan like i'm gonna have to borrow like i'm saving money for my like i'm gonna do a certificate next year and then like eight thousand dollars that i have to pay up front because i'm not from here mm-hmm. and i can't loan. and it's like so it would be way easier for me to get married now like, you know, it would be easier. But I don't want to do that just for, like, you know, I don't want to have a relationship based on that because I have a lot of friends that are in this relationship. Like, okay, you need to get married. Like, we need to get married now. Otherwise, I'm going to go to Brazil. And I don't want to be in that position. Right. You want to get married for the right reason. So emotionally, do you feel, like, close to ready to, to settle down in your life? Or do you feel like you still have a lot more growing up before you... Uh, want to do that with somebody pretend that the whole green card thing didn't exist yeah so i would like to get married like i feel like i don't want to have like i want to have time before i have kids married you know so i want to like i want to be able to have like five years married before having kids because i really want to make sure uh-huh. like you know so i will like and i feel like i'm 27 so i don't want to have kids when i'm like so older because uh-huh. like i you shouldn't wait. Trust me. Like you, you want to do yeah. have kids when your eggs are good, and you could just have a kid. <laughs> so yeah, don't wait too yeah. long. Like I want. Like I, I think like thirty five will be a good age. You know, like for me to be a mom or something. Mm-hmm. And then we were even talking about. I was like, well, if I wait five, because I, I, like I was uh, at the IUD today. Uh-huh. And yeah. Five years. I was like, well, so that's great. So like, five years is a good range. I can just wait until this thing is over and then I can have kids. But then we were talking, like, if he waits five years, he's going to be 41. Mm-hmm. And for him, uh, maybe that's too late. Or he wants to do it sooner. No. Or that's he perfect said, for him. He said he's okay either way. So he's, he's like, he'll be fine having kids. He'll be fine not having kids. Right. That's... I think he's wrong. He wants to have kids. He's just saying that. He was like, he likes kids. Like, he, the way he interacts with kids. It's just like that kind of thing. But... I think it'll be fine. You know, I'll be 32, 33, and then, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still want to I wanna have a career for myself. I, so, you know, I want to settle down in a way where I don't want to have to be, like, in trouble. With you want to get I yourself mean, figured out and get certain yeah. things under your belt before you become a mom, before you become a wife. And yeah. I think that that's, like, really smart. And I think that, you know, you could do a lot of those things in five years. Five years is a lot is a good chunk of time yeah. for you to, uh, you know, develop a career, figure out what you want to do, get better yeah. in this relationship, maybe settle down, get married. Yeah. And then you start trying to have kids. And, you know, by the time you have one, it, you could be 33 years old, you know? Yeah. I don't want to have like a, I don't want to be in a marriage where it's like filled with like um, little 
tiny things that makes everything worse. You know, like I see a lot of married couples that are like still fighting for stupid shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> totally. Yeah, so annoying. Like I, a couple friend of mine, like they like she got married when she was like twenty one. She's thirty one now, and the guy is like ten years older than her. And then so like she never had a life. She mm-hmm. like she life, and then now she's like freaking out because she realized how much she didn't do because she was married for the past 10 years. Right. And then all the course and they have two kids. So it's just like, I don't want to be that person. And well, I'm just not. so you know, you, you can never be that person. You're not that yeah, person I already. <laughs> yeah, I leave. So I know like I'm not going to regret anything, you know, like I did whatever I, I still do what I want, what I want. I think that that's the most important thing. I think, you know, cause we've talked a, a bunch. This is our third podcast. I get the sense from you that you're more similar to me in that you really just, you're really self-aware and you know what's going on with yourself and you're doing what you need to be doing at that time. And you really listen to yourself. So you're never going to be that person that does something before you're really ready. So whenever that happens, it happens. Yeah. But for now, just enjoy your relationship because that's where you're at right now. And that's all you have yeah. to worry about. But I want to hear back from you I in will. six Maybe months. Maybe the eight-month mark. Yeah, uh-huh. Or, like, listen, if for some reason it goes south before that, I want to hear. But I want to hear around the six- to eight-month mark to see because, like I said, once you pass that, then I believe you go for years. So let's see if you guys make it past that, which I think that you have a – a, a, you have a much better chance to make it through than not. So that's my prediction that you guys do make it through. So let's do a <laughs> podcast six months or four four to six months from now, okay? Okay, let's see. I hope so. Besides <laughs> being proud of myself that I predicted right, I'm happy for you because you're out of that uh, annoying relationship with that annoying guy and it sounds like you're with a good guy and I wish you the best of luck and I can't wait to hear what happens. Thank you. Very All right. helpful. All right, cool, Melissa. We'll talk soon. Good luck. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.